something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. We're talking shit about weddings in 2018, Pam. We're here. Happy 20- New Year. Happy New Year to you. We were lazy and took off a couple weeks. We originally <laughs> said we were going to take one and I think it ended up being three. <laughs> I don't think I would call it lazy because we were both very, very busy. No, the very busy is... in our personal lives. It's yes. true. Holidays are, are it's a lot. Yeah, it's all cool. I, I hope you guys aren't mad at us. You're probably busy too. Yes. It's true. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope everyone had a great holiday. Yeah. And now we're back at it. And our our 2018 lean, everyone's on eating vegetables. I'm going sober for the entire month of January. I am not. Pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> I did this last year and it lasted like four days and then I stopped. This year I'm in what? I'm on day seven. That's And you're still you're Well, I mean day good? six because I drank on New Year's Day, but I'm six days in. You already broke it. You know, I'll do an extra day in February. It's my birthday month, so I. Oh, keep, that's right. I, you know, <gasps> like it's hard to. I know. Oh. I'm not celebrating, but it is. It is a birthday month. Yeah. So I will have a cocktail. That's why I As can't. You should. Yeah. Do it up, girl. Why not? So, um, uh, the only funny thing that I have to tell you happened this morning. This is always a dumb story. It's really stupid and little. Um, just that uh, Tristan, my husband, is currently sick. Um, also, as I told you before we started recording, it was really cute that my husband, while sick, was like, I want to watch Jeff, your husband's Netflix show, Shot in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jeff and that show on Netflix, Woo-hoo. Shot in the Dark, yeah. which we were talking about before it came out. So we're very on trend. We are. Yeah. But um, he wanted to watch. So he started watching Shot in the Dark, marathoning it on his iPad. And he loves it. But um, also, he was watching football today. And you know, pets do a thing where when you're sick, they just want to like snuggle with you. They, they like, do. know you're not doing well. Yeah. So we have three pets. I know you guys only hear about Ruth, but we also have two cats. So all three of the pets were like piled on top of him while he was like laying down watching football. And I left the room and I'm I'm like sort of nearby so I can hear what's going on, but I can't see anything. And I just hear him have this really big sneeze. And then all of the animals' collars kind of jingle because oh. I'm sure he just like <laughs> totally just like, and all of them are like, wee. And then you'd hear him go, sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Aww. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm sick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So cute. Um, so, yeah. Um, welcome to Wedding Confessionals. <laughs> if you've never listened to the show before, welcome. Uh, yeah. Kind of a weird episode. Yeah, we usually yes. have a guest, but because it's the first of the year, and we're still getting our, our gears going. Um, this first episode of the year is just you and me, girl. It is. Um, so usually when we have a guest, we go through the history of their weddings and then we answer some listeners questions and confessionals. Mm -hmm. Um, but instead today it's just you and me. So we're going to hold on to some of our confession, confessionals and questions. And instead we're going to read this crazy article because it's funny when we started, we're going to do this episode. I had no idea what we're going to talk about. And you immediately were like, Oh, I know what we're talking about. Oh yes. What are we talking about? Well, we are talking about um, Vogue, which we love. Yes. Um, Vogue came out with the 26 wedding trend mistakes to avoid in 2018. And um, for the listeners who don't know, we did 
read an article about 2017. We did. When Vogue had all this list of things, but that list was like eight things. And it came out in the middle of the year. Yeah. So in 2018, they're coming in hard. 26 things. Coming in in January with 26 things you cannot do for your wedding. Per I got to be honest with you. I didn't even make it through the entire list because I got too mad <laughs> and thought I'd just wait for the podcast record. And last time this we did this, I definitely remember getting livid. <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate about this. I just felt like they were bullying everybody. I cannot wait to go through this with you. I know. I'm going to grab my notepad because last time what we did was we decided to write down if we said, if we agreed oh, with them. Yeah. And I want to do it again. Hold, please. Because we didn't always agree either. No. Like, there were some things I was cool with and yeah. things you were not okay right. with. You know what? As a couple, Pam, you and I are not always going to agree. It's true. We will compromise and we'll get through it and we will grow as a team. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. I got my pen. Cool. I got my pad. Yep. I don't know where this journey is going. I only got to, I think, number three before I started <laughs> losing it. So, <laughs> Pam, do you want to read them? I do. Okay. Um, well, it says, in case you haven't heard, engagement season has officially begun. Well, a lot of people do get engaged Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. New Year's. I got it proposed is. to on Christmas Day. That's true. Yeah. So I'm one of those people. So shout out to all the newly engaged people who... Got engaged over the holidays. Yeah. I mean, it's a big... I mean, it makes sense. You're with family. Yeah. You're at the end of the year. Maybe you got a bonus. So you can afford that ring. I thought that's when I was going to get engaged. <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah. Well, I, I thought my now husband was yeah. going to propose during the holidays when we were back home with his family. He decided to do it in July. But in my head, I was like, oh, he's going to do it during the holidays. Oh, so, so you flew back ready. Were you like every day dressed up just a little extra thinking you might have your picture taken for like the shot? No, no, no. Were you I, like, well, this look good. No, with he did ring? it early. Oh, so oh, he so did it have... in July. Oh, and I, I thought, thought you meant was... the further July. No, no. I he did it six months before I thought it was going to happen. So he completely shocked me. Sneaky. I know he is. <laughs> okay. Um. So number one on the list of things that Vogue says that we shan't be doing in 2018. Number one, flower walls and ceilings. Okay. So a flower wall is like when the entire wall is just like smushed with like flowers or greenery or something. I, when right? I read that, I envision like Kim and Kanye's gorgeous yes. flower wall. Yes. I think that's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. How is that out? I mean, it's expensive. Sure. Oh, I like them. What's a flower ceiling? Is know. it the same thing only just above? That Maybe. sounds dangerous. <laughs> I don't know if in a room with What's just... What's going to fall? I don't... Right? I mean, I know it wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure... Petals fall? I mean, but that's not going to harm me. I'm not going to get maimed by a petal. I guess yeah. if it was succulents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it would be like snowing petals. That's kind of pretty. If someone be. goes up there and shakes it and then it... Oh, and it falls. <gasps> I like ceilings and I just learned about them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to write for number one, I'm writing flower wall. And are you in? I'm in. I think I, it's a do. Pam is a Y and Brooke is a Y as well. Okay, on to number two. <laughs> number two, rose gold everything, which ironically, I'm like wearing rose gold today. You are? Yes. How basic and out of touch are you, Pam? Uh, apparently. <laughs> Who knew? 
What exactly is rose gold? It's like a gold that's kind of warmer, right? Mm-hmm. I like rose gold. It's having a moment. Are they and already they, saying it's out? They're saying it's out. God damn, it just got here. Right? Yeah, it's too much. Sorry, continue to read the description. Um, Let's see. Somebody says, okay, well, I'm reading this. It says, don't get me wrong. I love this elegant color, and it's still very much in demand. But going all in rose gold can make your wedding feel dated years later. That's what they're saying. Which I get, like if you're going flatware and napkin rings, and if you're going to everything. But also, I mean, your wedding is a moment in time. It doesn't need to feel timeless. It's for that moment. True. You know what I mean? You're not, I mean, you look through photos 10 years later and you're like, oh, that's not in fashion anymore. No shit. It was 10 years ago. (laughs) I don't understand. You're trying to make your wedding. What? That's so weird that you would be worried about your wedding looking dated. Like, well, yeah, you're not trying to redo it three years later yeah, and own it. I mean, if that was 20, 30 years if ago, if you're a trendy person it. and really likes things that are, you know, new and hip and interesting, I think it's totally rad to do some rose gold. Sorry, continue. She has more to say, right? Um, well, somebody else says uh, rose gold may have 10 more minutes, but it's time to go. Ew. Ouch. God, Pam, you better wear that shirt as much as possible. Well, I'm throwing it away after I take it off tonight. <laughs> Clearly. So are you and team have rose gold at your wedding? Do yeah. you say yes? I'm going to say yes. I say, okay. I think it's still pretty. You and I are still in agreement so far. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, photo booths. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I stopped reading because yes, I got you were too pissed. mad. This <laughs> really I, upset I, her. I think I literally, you you texted it to me and I'm like quietly reading them and kind of grunting a little bit. And I got to photo booth and was like, photo booth. <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with a photo booth? Okay. Sorry. I'm, it's not fair to yell at you. You're just reading an article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just the messenger. Um, I really like, I think they're still fun. Although question, if a photo booth is at a wedding, do you still go to it? Cause I know I used to go. Yeah. Now I'm like, eh, it's not you know as what's funny. In- I went to a wedding over the, the holiday, mm-hmm. uh, Heather Woodward was yes. on our show earlier talking about her new year's Eve wedding. I went to the new year's Eve wedding. Yes. Oh, follow up. The question was, what would I wear? Yes. I thought, did you wear? Did I wear my sparkly dress? Here's the thing. I ended up finding out that the bride was going to be doing some metallics in her dress. So I decided to stay clear of the silver in order to not look too matchy or I'm like trying to sneak into a bridesmaid. (laughs) So instead, I wore like a really flashy red dress, which I would usually not wear to a wedding because red feels a little bit aggressive. Yeah. And they isn't that one of the colors that you don't wear to weddings, in my opinion, right? It's like you don't wear white, definitely. Mm -hmm. You don't wear black during the day. Mm -hmm. And overall, you don't wear red, right? Is that a thing? Because I mentioned that to weddings? somebody else and they were like, that's not a thing. And I, I thought it was a thing. thing. I'm going to look it up and see if it's a thing. We'll bring okay. it up next episode. Please <laughs> but I wore do, a red dress. Because I have been like a fashion foe, like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> multiple times because I love red. Yeah. So. Yeah. I wore red, but it looks really cute. But um, but at that wedding, at Heather's wedding, mm-hmm. they had a really cool setup and I hope to bring her back because I want to hear more about how she did it. But it's a photo booth um, that is uh, like somehow I think with an iPad. 
set that you have set up like oh. almost like a virtual photo booth that's fun yeah and um because it was so crowded i actually never got to go into it <laughs> which is fine but um it's it looked really fun and everyone really liked it but that is i think the first time at a wedding where i have not participated in the photo booth I, and the thing is i could not go because it was so popular which means photo booths are fun. Still in. Yeah. And Vogue needs to step off the photo booth hate. Simmer down. Right? Yes. You say yes to photo booths? I do. Me too. I think it's fun to keep, like, have something fun at your wedding. I, mean, I like an act. It's an activity just, for people, which yeah, exactly. is nice. Yeah. And then you genuinely, the, the, we kind of had like a makeshift photo booth for our wedding. And they're my favorite pictures. Nice. Yeah, and I have pictures up on my on my uh, fridge from, of, from other people's weddings as well. Mm-hmm. Photo booths. I think they're wonderful. They're fun. Team photo booth. Okay. Number four, twinkle lights. You've got to be kidding me. What's wrong with a twinkle light? Right. Oh, this is some this is some rich people bullshit. That's what this is. A twinkle light is a cheap and efficient and easy way to add some fun, magical, romantic. It's yes. good ambient light, soft light in the I evening. Mean, if they said candles were out, then I'd say yes, because those are fire hazards. Twinkle lights? What's wrong with twinkle lights? Right. I. This is stupid. What is their reasoning for this? Unless you're having a holiday-inspired December wedding, leave the twinkle lights for Christmas. Now, are they thinking what? like... Okay, maybe we're... We're not thinking right, because I think, you know, like you just described a twinkle light. Are they thinking like, you know, the best Christmas holiday display, like what people put on houses? Well, they keep saying they said there there are so many other elegant ways to light your reception from soft washes of light to string lights with market bulbs. Okay, that's just a twinkle light with a bigger bulb. Yes, it's still a twinkle light. To beautiful hanging lanterns of or chandeliers. Okay, you know what? Maybe you can't afford a damn chandelier. And those Maybe you m- don't want a chandelier. You want something softer. Oh, this is dumb. Twinkle lights are fine. Okay, they're okay with chandeliers, but not rose gold? <laughs> Make sure the chandelier is not rose gold. Clearly. <laughs> so we're both team twinkle light? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so far, we're both in agreement that this list fucking sucks. It's terrible. I don't understand it. Like, Ro- Vogue is usually really fun and like... I like them. They did a really cool spread. Didn't they do the really cool spread for Serena Williams' wedding? Yeah. Right. And she had like and she had a fun wedding. Yeah. Fairy tale. Yeah. I'm gonna look to see if there's some twinkle lights in those pictures. <laughs> hmm That was twenty seventeen, so Oh right. It would have been okay. 2018, yeah. So this sorry, is... Serena. Now your shit's dated. Yes. Don't want your wedding to be dated. dated. Okay, on to <laughs> what? Uh tr- number five. Five. Bunched table linens. This recent trend of bunching linens on dinner tables may be inspired by Dutch still life paintings, but in real life, it's messy and impractical. It's difficult for guests to set down glassware on an uneven surface and creases or wrinkles in the linens just look like sloppy execution. It was only when you got near the end of this that I figured out what exactly they were talking about. I... I I yeah. haven't really seen this much. I haven't either, but I agree. Like, I do think that's like a dumb idea. I think it is supposed to look fancy, but it always looks kind of dumb. Like it's trying to add texture when there's so many other ways you can add texture. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if I sat at a table and there was a bunch of linen thing. It does get in the way. 
Where you it doesn't stay. It doesn't stay bunched. That's the it's problem. Not practical. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're agreeing. We're gonna say no to the bunch linens. Yes. We finally got one for Vogue. But we're still in line with each other, which is exciting. Yeah. No conflict so far. Not yet. TBD. <laughs> Number six, too many specialty cocktails. There can never be too many cocktails. But specialty ones. Uh, well, how many? Keep reading. What's their description? What do they mean okay. by too many? A special cocktail or two that reflect the bride and groom's favorite flavors is a lovely touch for any wedding, but including several... Stop. Mm-hmm. 2017, their list said they didn't like when we did specialty cocktails for the bride and groom. Remember the Pantini yes. and the Tamarita and yes. they were against it? They sure So this were. list is goddamn bullshit because last year they told me they didn't want any sort of specialty cocktails and now they're telling me it's okay as long as I don't have too many. How can I keep up with these people? I swear to God. <laughs> they're Sorry. bipolar. Continue. Um, well, okay, so uh, this is an interesting point, but including several of these artisan beverages in your cocktail hour overwhelms your guests with choices and slows down bar service. Pick your two favorites, then let guests order their own favorite drink from the bar later. Okay, I kind of agree with that. That I agree with, because it does. You don't want to slow, and it does. Is there anything worse than going to a fucking mixology type bar where... It takes five minutes to every... Every drink is like... I have to take this egg white and add a sprig of rosemary and then add this and and mull this eye of a newt that I found (laughs) from Argentina. And you're like, oh my God. And the whole time you also want a fun drink, but it's like there has to be a faster way to make these things. Yeah, you either have to have a slew of people or you have to have them pre made. Pre made. Pre made. Yes. But yeah, okay, okay. That's, you know what? Fine. Uh, Putting it that way. Yes. I I agree. Okay. Fine. 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 We're with them. Yeah. But if it was a Pamarina, that could be pre-made. Yes. I mean, a lot of them can be, or at least partially pre-made. And then you just add, you know, like you could do all of the other stuff Mm -hmm. and then add the champagne on top or, you know, the last mix or give it a shake. After the ceremony and during cocktail hour, you want to like, everybody wants a drink. Yes. So you got to speed that up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, the, I will say any sort of wedding that knows just to kind of have wine on a tray and just passing them out. That's some smart shit. Yeah. You're just like wine, beer, just to get everybody going mm-hmm. to slim down the line. Smart people. <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. Naked cakes. 30. What's <laughs> What started out as a rest rustic wedding trend is now popping up everywhere but naked cakes in my opinion are far too casual and unfinished for most wedding receptions the lack of frosting also causes the cake to dry out more quickly leaving guests with a less than ideal dessert at the end of an otherwise great night nobody eats the cake they're dry anyways yeah they're massive cakes I've never gone to a wedding and said, wow, I can't wait to have this dessert. Like, it's like, maybe I'll have a bite of it, but mm-hmm. it's at the end of a very long meal and a long day. It's just not something that, I think it's more for the visual. I think it's kind of a cool, it's an okay look. I'm sorry. I'm there for the frosting. I so mean, a naked that's cake. fair. It, I think they look, in, you know, interesting, but I feel like, okay, where's the frosting? You better have, is there a side of frosting with this? <laughs> yes. What am, yes. If it came with like a whipped topping on the side, like a little of something, if somebody had a can of whipped cream, pss, no. would you be back in? No. No, you want legit frosting. I want, yeah, whipped, 
whip frosting doesn't do it for me. Yeah, fondant you're making a face. Doesn't do it for me. You mean fondant? Fondant <laughs> does not do it for me. I don't know what accent I just so you're, attempted. So you're I'm fine with the I'm fine with it. You say you're with them, team team get rid of the naked cake. I like the way they look. Yeah. I just would have no part of it. But that might be good. I want no part of this cake. I don't. How Mm -mm. dare you have me associate with snotty and stuck up about it? So, um, yes, then. So you're saying what? What is your answer then on the list? Are you agreeing with them? Yes. Okay. I'm saying keep the naked cake. Cake is cake. No one cares, and they look pretty cool. And I feel like the look is more important than the taste when it comes to wedding cakes. There, I said it. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's pretty much what you're getting yeah okay, okay so you're uh, let me write this down continue what's next number eight number eight vintage table settings vintage pieces are just too small and precious so avoid the old china crystal and silverware oh i mean it's a look but it's a cool look sure if that's your vibe if I that's think... your theme and that's you know yeah, yeah. i don't i don't I don't like this at all. I don't even think they like it that much. And these other ones, they've given like really long paragraphs. This is like one sentence. I don't yeah. even think they agree with this one. I think they're making this one I think one they're just up. trying to fill it in. They could have gone with 25. I like vintage not... table settings. I think they're sure. kind of rad. Are you in? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's like a little mix and match. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I, I feel like that. And also, you you have to, when you sit down and you see that, you're like, these people put some care into this wedding. Yeah. If my plate is like thoughtful, damn. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay. Number nine, place card walls. Why build a wall? Unless you're celebrating in a Hudson Valley stone bar- barn with a killer stone interiors that you want to highlight, don't bother. I mean, you got to put the place card somewhere. Yeah. It either goes on a table or a wall. Yeah. It's either horizontal or vertical. Who the fuck cares? Right? What else are you going to do? What did you do? You didn't have... Oh, you just... Everyone just sat wherever they want. Yeah. It's a free-for-all. We wanted a free-for-all. <laughs> Bedlam. Um, for us, we um had ours... We took uh, some twine and st- strung it. That's proper. Strung <laughs> it between two pillars in this, you know, kind of woodsy thing. And then we just clipped them to that in alphabetical order um i mean i guess it was technically a wall is a floating wall of names i think walls are i think sometimes also you're kind of limited to your space Space. yeah and if it looks cool that's dumb why do you that's and also i don't think i'd want to have that all over a pretty piece of stone wall like that's the one place i just want to let the stone wall be there and look cool here's the thing that that maybe they were going for but didn't is i don't know like a lot there's the the glass ones and you have to kind of come up and they've written it in super fancy cursive and i'm like where's my name (laughs) you're like shoving your nose to the glass to try to read it (laughs) that remotely looks like my name so i'll go with that maybe maybe that's where they were trying to go with this instead of just that's calling it a place called wall yeah that's a little weird Yeah, um, I'm fine with them. Are you fine with them? I'm fine with okay. them. Okay, number 10. 10, mixed fonts. When it comes to wedding stationery, it's time to go back to the classic wedding invitation with one font style and size. No more mixing. Simplicity rules in 2018. <laughs> 
<laughs> stupid. First of all, all one font size is also dumb. Yes. I feel like sometimes it makes more sense to have a name be bigger or something. Else. This, what? Does he, this is dumb. Wait, you want everybody to be the same? That's dumb. It is dumb. I don't like that one at all. No. I, I mean, I will say sometimes people pick kind of a font that's so swirly and artney looking that it does make it hard to read it. True. I can I can get on board with making it maybe a little more less swirl, but in general, I mean, I can read. It's fine. Well, I mean, and there's different types and styles of weddings. So if everybody's having a very classic wedding, then okay, this makes sense for them. Yeah. But if you're having one that's a little more, you know, it's got different elements to it and whatnot, then mix it up and have it match your style. Yeah. And also, if you're any sort of, you know, kind of like a graphic designer or any sort of art type person in your brain, fonts mean a lot to you. Yes. And having to just limit to one and one size, I mean, that would just like break their... I know so I can just like list through my brain how many people that would just... The idea of throwing that at them, they'd be like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> I think this... I think... No, this is dumb. And, yeah. I mean, as I could tell by my earlier remark of... um what's number 11 11 is quote unquote no flower weddings so pan panatone pan panton panton oh um pantone pantone right the color maker the color yeah pantone's color of 2017 was greenery a lot of people took that to heart when it came to their weddings, skewing live flowers in favor of eco-friendly succulents. We're delighted that 2018's choice is ultraviolet and seriously hope that no one would ever consider no flower weddings again. The brighter and bolder, the better. Oh, come on. This is dumb. I, I feel like the no flower wedding thing, by the way, when you see these in like on Instagram or in bride magazine or whatever, mm-hmm. it's usually a desert wedding or Southern California. That makes sense. Yeah. It's regional. Yes. I don't think people are in Buffalo, New York whipping out succulents. Right. Maybe, but I agree. I, I feel like most of those, it, when you see those aesthetics, it usually has to do with being in some sort of place where, where they are. Would be. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool to have a wedding with no flowers. Why again? Be different. You don't have to you don't be have, like every- you don't have to have any plants. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's an easy, cool way to slice the budget. Very true. If you don't have the money for it, um, yeah, I think I think non traditional plants are cool. This is dumb. I I don't agree <laughs> with this, Pammy. I I agree. You agree with me? Yes. Okay. Number twelve, overwhelming food experiences. Interactive food stations are all the rage at weddings these days. While some, something like a made-to-order sushi bar is a great way to add some interest to your event and get guests mingling, just don't go overboard with multiple food experiences unless you have a solid plan for crowds. You don't want to get food, getting food to feel like a chore for your guests. And if they wait, have to wait for long lines for custom creations or to do a lot of heavy lifting themselves, it will. I feel like this is the food equivalent of the specialty cocktails. I think that's what they're getting at. It's not so much that they don't like the food, but it's the wait time. And I agree. 
Yeah. Because the thing is, they don't say. 50 people at a wedding yeah. and you have to wait in a line to get food. Well, we know how you feel about food trucks. True. <laughs> this is, there's a little food truck, truck residue coming off of you right now. Breathing. <laughs> Releasing the food truck. <laughs> food truck animosity. Yes. <laughs> so wait. So um uh so I will say, as you're reading this, I got really excited about the sushi bar and I was like, oh my god, sounds amazing. Um I would be cool with that if yeah. that was like one of those one like thing. no, if that was like a traveling sushi bar, you oh, know. It came to you? No, like you know, they put it on a conveyor belt and you're just like pink. Okay. And you can pick that off. Yeah. So you want someone already... to bring a conveyor belt to their wedding? Well, if they're going all out with a specialty, <laughs> then yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. I mean, I understand what they're saying. They're talking more, it sounds, about crowd control and timing than it is actually having a fun food item. Yes. And to that, I actually agree with them. Yep. Okay, cool. So, see, sometimes we like you, Vogue. It happens. <laughs> Number 13. Digital invites. The times may be changing, but brides and grooms alike should bring back the traditional stationary wedding invitation. Digital invites are so impersonal, and when your big day comes and goes, you will have stationary to look back on. Plus, who doesn't like to open non-junk junk mail? Uh, I'm fine with a digital invite. I, I think too. for the most part, the people that are doing digital invites are also on a budget. And I think it's a cool way for them to save money, but also still have a creative, interesting way of displaying what's going on. Yeah. Because you can still have a really cool looking Evite. I got one yesterday. Oh, yeah. And it was great. Yeah. It was filled with pictures and fun and it had all, you know, had a lot of information. And yeah. I thought it was great. And then you get reminders, I'm sure, as things come up. Yeah. Yes. I'm fine with a digital invite. Man, come on. We're living in a digital world now. I don't want more mail on my damn mailbox. <laughs> Save the trees. Exactly. I mean, if people are into doing paper invites and they have a plan and they really like to go through it, fine. But it is a lot of work. They're they're beautiful, but it is it is a lot of trees. And I mean, the whole thing of like there's, you know, the envelope within the envelope within the envelope. And then you're paying five bucks per invite to mail out because they're so thick. Yeah. And then you also have to have a little stamp for them to send it back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, eh, I like, I, I'm fine with a digital invite. I like both. I'm fine with both. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think you, I, in, in, in relation to what we're talking about here, I do not agree with these people. I, I agree with you. Okay. So we're both in agreement that digital invites can stay in it's 2018. Cool. Yes. And in this we're modern era, we can keep the digital invite. Come on. Yes. <laughs> what are we on? 14? 14. We're ripping through these, girl. I know. It's because we're agreeing so much I with know. each other. We need to fight more. <laughs> <laughs> Number 14. Champagne Towers of Terror. While a terror of... Sh tower... Let's try that again. A terror. While a tower of champagne may look great in photos, all it takes is one accidental bump to, for it to come crashing down. Instead, delight your guests with a bubbly bar. If you want that picture-perfect moment, dust each rim with edible gold glitter. What's but a bubbly bar? But don't make it rose gold glitter. Yeah, make sure. Steer clear that rose gold or you'll be tacky. <laughs> Dated by tomorrow. Um, this makes me think like Gatsby. 
like, do people really do like a tower? Of... I was just about to ask you, have you ever in person seen a champagne tower? No, only in the movies. Me neither. Because I, I probably would be the one to bump it. I will say, if I were in a room with a champagne tower, I would immediately be like, I can't go near that. Correct. Especially as the night goes on. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Because it wouldn't even be like I would flame into it, but I would bump someone else while wildly gesturing and then they would fall into I it. I totally would do it. Oh my God. I'm having anxiety thinking about potentially <laughs> knocking over a champagne well, then tower. Think about it. Like clearly this is a wedding that has alcohol. Yeah. So people don't, like you said, you don't necessarily control all of your arms and, you know, whatnot after a drink or two. <laughs> you don't control It's going your down. Arms. I will say, I thought the idea of the Champagne Tower was someone stands up top and does the big pour from like a magnum style, like a big ass bottle, right? And mm-hmm. it, dr- it goes down, it cascades down. Mm-hmm. And then don't you immediately pass them out? It doesn't stand. I mean, nobody wants warm ass champagne. They're immediately giving it out, right? Isn't that the idea? True, but that's got to be a tower of glass standing there for how long? Like, when do you do that toast? You just need to put some plants around them or guards. This Get some dogs. Too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't need it. I don't need a champagne tower. Um, also, what's a bubbly bar? Uh, I think it's just like just champagne. champagne at a bar. Yeah, Isn't but that, that gets. Bu- no, it's a separate table just with champagne. Yes. And different types? Is that the idea? Well, I think it's probably just one champagne, but then you can, like, with the apple cider that we added to, or the, you know, there's different things, mimosa or whatever. I definitely am in for a bubbly bar. I'm in for the bubbly bar. Okay. So champagne tower, they want to take away. I mean, I don't really, I'm median. I don't really care. If you have one, good for you. It's true. Do you want them to take it away? Because you think they're, do you think they're already gone away and nobody does these anyway? I think this one was, yeah, I think this one, they're like pushing it. Like, really? I want to know how many of you actually have oh had God. the champagne tower? Let us know. I'm curious. Yes. Okay. So what are you saying officially is your answer, though? Do you agree with them or no? I agree with them. Okay. I don't. <gasps> what? Dun, dun, dun. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> What's 15? 15 is non-traditional cake flavors. Couples are spending an exorbitant amount of money on multi-tiered cakes with flavors such as apple cider, hot chocolate, orange liqueur, and machata. Most guests do not appreciate these exotic flavors, leaving the couple with a lot of leftover dessert. Opt for a vanilla, chocolate, or red velvet cake and dress it up on the outside. If you want to experiment, do it with a smaller groom's cake. This is dumb. Okay, first of all, stop. Right now, I'm going to tell you right now, apple cider is just a spice cake, hot chocolate is just chocolate, Chocolate. and orange liqueur is just like a citrusy kind of lemony bar sort of thing. These are all like boring. Yes. Right? I guess maybe the matcha. Is that kind of like a green tea sort of that like flavor? I think so. I mean, I don't even know how you get that in a cake. (laughs) But I mean, who who cares? I like a cool, fun flavor experience. I'm fine with this. Seriously? I mean, we're at 15, and they they just want you to go back to basics with the font and now cakes and, you know, flowers. They, I mean, they are done with you experimenting and having fun. fun. Yeah, they really are. That's so true. What is left to do by the end is like the next thing you're not allowed to do is what have a wedding. Is that number 18? Don't walk down to music (laughs) as played out. (laughs) 
No, it can't be a normal song. It has to be a traditional oh, song. Oh, yeah. Don't walk down to lyrics. Yes. Don't walk down to... I mean, we still have 11 to go. So we're joking, but it really yeah. could be there. So you're with me that the cake, non-traditional cake flavors yeah, are fine. fine. Also, usually if you're doing that, you have like a bunch of different options. Who is paying extra for that? Like you said, a spice cake. Yeah. Just because the, you know, they're calling it apple cider. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's because when you go to your cake tasting and they get all these cakes in front of you and get excited. So <laughs> delicious. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, yes, let's please. do this one. Yes. Yeah, we usually have two or three flavors to choose from. Yeah. Also, as I said before, I don't think that many people eat the cake. And as you said earlier, cakes are always dried anyway because they're gigantic. So who cares? That's why I went with cupcakes. Yep. Team cupcake. Uh, number 16. I, I know this one is going to upset you because if you follow our... I haven't even looked yet. I haven't scrolled up. If oh, you God. follow our Instagram... <gasps> These bitches. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Donut walls are out for 2018. I just learned about a donut wall like six months ago and I <laughs> fell in love immediately. What? Donuts are not the new cupcakes. Avoid this trend unless your father owns a donut shop. Um, Who doesn't like a donut? Come on. That is, first of all, I just noticed something. Can mm -hmm. you say that word again? Do you say donut or you say donut? <laughs> I don't know. Donut. <laughs> you say donut. No, I don't. Donut. 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 You didn't say that at all. You said donut. Donut. Yeah. See? No. You throw an eye Donut. In it. <laughs> donut shop. Donut. It does sound like. I know. Where's Adam? <laughs> I know. No, because Tristan, my husband, says it too. He says donut. Dunkin' Donut. And Dunkin it's like, it's like, like Dunkin' like Donut. A, it's like a fucking O I. There's like an extra. It's fine. You're not wrong. It's there are multiple ways I am to wrong. pronounce it's it. A, there's a U, not an I. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a lot of people pronounce it like that, and it's funny because <laughs> I've always picked on him. And I didn't know anybody else, and now you guys can bond. Um, no, Me donut walls are cool. I think donut. It sounds like they're hating on donuts in general. Not even it the does. wall, just yeah. like donuts, which I think are fun. A lot of people do donut towers. Yeah, I think donut walls are fine. I think they're cute. I also like it as an easy way for me to see which donut I want to have. But I will say, I usually want to. I want to be the asshole in the office that cuts the donuts up so I can have a little bit of different ones. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm that person. <laughs> I love a good quarter of a donut so I can have four different types. Quarter? Yeah. I you quarter. don't even just half? Listen, there are okay, enough. Okay, you are the asshole. There are enough I'd be people okay with half. Who work with me who quarter. also enjoy a quarter and we we do it together as a team. I don't do it to They're all of them. They're called donut holes if you want a quarter. <laughs> so wait, would you be Just get a bunch of donut holes. If you walked into an office and there was like a quarter of a donut missing? Yes. January, we're trying to cut back on the sugar and get more vegetables. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. I didn't leave the quarter there. I genuinely like don't ever want an entire donut of one flavor. I don't just want one donut. I want like a flavor. I want a flavor experience. I want a food experience with eight different lines. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. What is next? Blush and neutral color tones. It's more about merging the traditional with the unexpected pops of color. Uh, I'm going to have to say I agree. I've never been on board with the like blush and neutral because everybody looks naked. Does this mean people like dresses? Or does this mean the overall aesthetic of the wedding is kind of everything kind of neutral? That's what I was getting. That I'm okay with. Okay. 
But I mean, if that's the like color, then your bridesmaids are going to be dressed in. It's from a person's flowers and events. So I think it's the whole thing that they're talking about, the whole shebang. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm f- I think that it kind of works for certain beachy weddings and certain like rustic-y stuff. Daytime rustic-y. That like tan and a light blush and an off-white with some twine. I'm in. I think it's pretty. Yeah. But because I am so, so pale, <laughs> that the thought of blush and neutral on a dress just like scares me. Maybe that's why I have these like orangey undertones and I'm a little tanner than you. Yes. So this doesn't even come up as a fear in my mind. This is a fear. <laughs> So this is more selfish driven. If you were a guest, you want donuts. I don't want to wear blush. (laughs) But wait, but as a guest, would you be offended if you went to a wedding that was blush and neutral tone? No. Would you be worried about staining everything the whole time, though? I think we have a visitor. Can you let Ruth in? Oh, hi, Hi, Ruthie. I just see her little like shadow in the doorway. And I just heard a murr. Hi, Ruth. Come on in. Hey, girl. Happy 2018 give your opinions yeah you want to get upset about stuff you want to get upset with us ruthie let's (laughs) get angry together as a family so yeah overall i i wouldn't be offended but but you don't love them i i don't it's pretty yeah but not for you no okay i'm in i like them so we're divided again house divided dun 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 dun. number Number 18. 18 overdone and overcrowded tables Less is more. Negative space will add to the overall composition. I thought they meant people. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, let people breathe a little bit. They mean stuff on the tables? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with it being chill. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to throw your purse on there anyway. Let's be real. And all your drinks and all your stuff. I mean, if you've got a bunched up linen like they talked about and you've got flowers and you've got other shit on there, I get it. Yeah. I'm with them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. We'll agree one. with you. See, we both agree with. All right. See, Vogue, we're generous. We gave you what two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number nineteen. Welcome bags. Don't give people more stuff. Nobody needs it. Think about the planet and the last time you actually wanted to carry extra trinkets back in your suitcase after someone else's wedding. Instead, maybe give one a really nice item, like a travel candle. What's a travel candle? It's in like the metal tin. Oh, that makes oh, so it can't break in the glass. Got yeah. it. Um, okay, that helps me. Um, did you for your out of town guests, did you do welcome bags? Yeah. Me too. I, I like them. Yeah. They were cute. Um, I also felt because my wedding was in the middle of nowhere, I genuinely felt the need to put like certain things like I what did, did you put sunscreen was a big one mm-hmm. because it was an outdoor wedding mm-hmm. um i remember putting some sort of like local like a local person's like snack some sort of thing that was made kind of locally that was kind of cute and more importantly it was like a lot of maps and um uh day of stuff mm-hmm. to help them in case they didn't have everything printed out because again we're in like bed and breakfasts where I'm not sure if there's going to be a printer Business available. Center. Yeah. And I also yeah. didn't think Google maps would work that well because 
of again we're in the middle of nowhere so i was more worried about the remote stuff so mm-hmm. but i definitely remember and i remember i gave them all kind of a canvasy bag that sort of looked like an ll bean book bag or I like a beach it. bag yeah and it had the little lobsters on them super so cute. It was very main because we got married in Maine. so i kind of wanted yeah. to have a fun thing but i mean if you threw out that bag i wouldn't be mad at you it's okay. i still have it yeah see some people still hold those things i mean i think it's just also you don't have to take it back with you leave it in the fucking hotel if yeah. you don't want it they're never gonna know. I don't remember everything, but I remember putting like water and Advil. Oh, I had water mine, and Advil in mine too. Yeah. Yep, yep. Smart. So it was gonna be one of those kind of weddings. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that you know, there's nothing yeah, but wrong. That's thoughtful. If you're just putting yeah. like shit in there, right. then you know. But like you know, everybody forgets shampoo or whatever. Like it's fun to throw in like some mints or you yeah. know something like that. It just ha- you don't have to go overboard. Just something that's like, no. thank you for traveling a long way to my wedding. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I remember uh, Tristan's one of Tristan's aunts was trying to be nice, and without talking to us about it, she brought us like I think we got there like two days before the wedding. She brought us this huge box. And they were welcome bags to give to our guests, even though I had already created them. And hers were like kind of weird. And she only made like eight of them. And we had way more guests than that. And I just remember being like, thank, thank you. But then later at the wedding, she randomly was talking to people all the time. She's like, did you get the wedding bag? The welcome bags? And they were like, oh my God, yes, they were so cool. <laughs> Oh my god! And I remember later, like I, and she was like kind of like confused because the things we were talking about were not in there. So I was like, "Oh, I incorporated my stuff with your stuff," and she's like, "What a great idea!" <laughs> I was like, "Fuck," which I did kind of nice do, but save. like some of them. But come on, <laughs> it was weird. That's a weird thing to spring on somebody, right? It's a nice gesture. It's a nice gesture, but it's communication ahead of time. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, not awkward. not dishing not dissing on the no very sweet gesture, but yes. I was like, uh, I already did this, and mine were cuter. There, I said it. <laughs> so we are team welcome back. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, go for it, guys. I mean, don't go overboard. Don't go broke doing them. No, it's just as little. Yeah, it's little something little. something. Yeah, and it's also again a good way to help people that have to get places and stuff to have just another. Another sheet of paper just to remind them what the fuck's going on. Exactly. It's helpful. Use it as an informative tool. Well, we also got married a while ago, so everything is a little more digital Digital. these days, except for you're not supposed to use a digital invite, allegedly, in 20... digital invites. We're going back to caveman days. Yeah. Um, Okay, 20. Large bridal parties. Aren't you... Aren't you surrounded by your friends and family anyway? Instead of a huge bridal party, give your loved ones meaningful roles in the ceremony. That way they're more participatory and reflective of your relationships with those people. Mm. Um, what, be my reader? Be my... what? You can also read while in a bridesmaid's dress. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this is bad advice. <laughs> Well, we've discussed this too of like, you know, large bridal parties usually happen with those who are younger. Yeah. And as you get older, you don't go with the like eight or nine. Not always true, but. No, I think that there's a lot of social and family constraints and expectations and other things going on when you put together a bridal party. For sure. That sometimes you do kind of end up with a large one for whatever reason. Yeah. And I don't think you're, uh, you know, 
drama queen for having a lot of people. I also think that if you were just to out of nowhere be like, well, I was going to make her my bridesmaid, but I'm going to make her a reader instead. That's kind of shitty. <laughs> I mean, I guess in, in case maybe they just don't want to like do the dress and all the stuff and aren't the type of friends that would really care and that actually fits them more, then great. Yes. But I don't think that you should phase out having a certain number of bridesmaids based off of Vogue's opinions. A number. Yeah. That Vogue wants you to adhere so, to. So even though I'm with you that large bridal parties aren't necessary, I don't like the way that they're phrasing this. Agreed. Okay. So we're team bride, large bridal parties. Sure. Yeah, That's your nuts. thing? Roll deep. Yeah. Roll deep. Number 21. Tight and compact bridal bouquets. Tight and compact bridal bouquets where the flowers are overcrowded and stuffed together is not a good look. A loose, natural style with movement is much more elegant. Mm, I think it's a stylistic choice. I don't think either are bad or good. I think of tight to be more of your evening wedding indoor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think the loosey ones are more the outdoors woodsy woodsy elegance mountain elegance <laughs> mountain. Well, I think there's just so many options these days yeah. that like you don't have to go with a certain type of flower or whatnot like you can put a ribbon around some daffodils and it's still pretty like yeah. you know just you do you I don't think that they're out of fashion I think they're very classic and kind of the tight the generic bouquet yeah. that they're talking about the very yeah. traditional bouquet seems to be what they're pushing that they don't like I think it's kind of timeless and again it really works with very specifically with those kind of weddings that are indoors or evening mm -hmm. you know what I mean at a certain kind of venue where it's like yeah this looks perfect having the Lucy kind of farm look would be odd here right you know yes yeah this is and also if you're in kind of a more simple dress having this like ridiculously elaborate loose kind of thing might look kind of stupid yes. yeah I think I think they're wrong <laughs> Once again, which is funny because again they they keep saying keep it simple, and to me that feels very simple. Yeah, and now they're saying on this one to like not go that way, right? Not go that traditional simple, right? Interesting, Vogue. No, no bueno. Twenty two. We're blasting 22. through. We're this. almost there. Twenty two. Rustic burlap and mason jars. I feel like this is on their list every year. They are so done with this. They are. Unless you use Mountain Elegance, then oh, it's okay. I don't fucking understand Mountain Elegance. Uh, it sounds fun. Sure. I mean, I don't like the cold, but it's pretty to look at. Like all those pictures we're putting on Instagram of all the people getting married in the winter. I know. I adore those photos. I think they're gorgeous. Right. But I hate being in the snow physically. Yes, you do. <laughs> so I would not enjoy going to that wedding. <laughs> It, that would not be fun. I, for I you. take that back. I would probably enjoy it. I'd have fun in the, for that day. That day in the snow would be fun. Sure. And then immediately it would be flying back to Southern California because I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so rustic okay. burlap and, and mason, mason jars. Oh, come on. I think wow. it's fine. Save your burlap for transporting potatoes and leaving the mason jars at the cannery. Ouch. That combo is so done. It is it hurts to even hear about it. Listen, I know mason jars seem like they had a moment and maybe they were overexposed and I get it. But it's also a really cheap and easy way to have some cute containers to put stuff in. Yeah. And 
I think it's fine. I think mason jars, again, kind of go with that rustic look, that country, outdoor. It's very Southern. I feel like this is just a wedding planner who's over it because every single bride, I still think it's great because every single bride is still asking for it. Do it. Yeah. Also, I think as a wedding planner, it's kind of fun for you. You're just like, oh, good. I don't have to reinvent the wheel here. I, do you want mason jars? Bitch, I can get you mason jars. This yeah, is not a problem. Yeah, how many you want? Yeah. <laughs> run over to target pick up a couple cases and we're done and i think it's fine and i like the rustic look especially if you're in a rustic environment yes come on if it makes sense then go for it team jars team jars i had them at my wedding not the not the burlap but i did have mason jars i think i had burlap but no mason jars so together we make 22 (laughs) all right 23 Constricting color palettes. Instead of a single color palette carried throughout an entire wedding, think of the celebration as a series of acts, each with its own look and its own colors. Take the guests on a journey and reveal a new look at each step. This can also be a great opportunity to let your own look change throughout the night. Seriously. Here's the thing. If you do want to have a color journey between wedding, cocktail, and reception, go nuts. But that's a lot of remembering what things are what. Right? <laughs> Sometimes just knowing one color or one vibe and just running with it is for the best. You have so many other things to deal with. Right? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. And then if it doesn't go right and somebody gets the wrong color, then like, is your day ruined? Yeah. And what is the, so the idea would be that you would start with your wedding being blue and then would travel into this yellow cocktail hour and then into this green wedding reception. We go, primary is like, I don't is know. this a circus? <laughs> I just feel like it's kind of, it's a lot of complicated shit for no apparent reason. No one's going to notice. No. No one's going to care. No. It's just, just for you. And again, if you really want to do it, it's fine. But I think having one color and one kind of vibe is totally chill. I I think it's too much. Totally think it's too much. However... I don't think I would notice. No, but if you started like maybe with a light pink and then... Like if you chose a color and it's shades of that color. So like maybe towards the end of the Ooh, night, it, it got darker. darker. Like I could see something like that I'm being, chill with that. I like that a lot. But... Is it needed? Is it necessary? Again, I think you just have so many things to think about and remember and pick out. That seems to add a complication that you don't need. I think that having one color is fine. Don't be restricted by it, though. If you want to add another color somewhere else, go nuts. That's how I feel like. I felt like this was going to say, like, don't feel like you're married to one color. Feel free to branch out at any point if you something strikes you. Yeah. But they were going in a different direction. They're kind of making funny of this. Funny. Make it funny. <laughs> making <laughs> fun of the single color. Like, like yeah. you're basic if you just choose one color. Blush and bashful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we say these people, we don't like that one. No. Okay. Me. <laughs> 22. Matchy, no, 24. 24. I'm not even drinking. Yeah, you're sober right now. Yeah. Get it together. (laughs) 24, matchy, matchy. Avoid trying to match every aspect of your wedding day. There should be a flow, but matchy, matchy look is so passe. Isn't that just the same thing they were talking about before? It's literally 23. 
What? Also, matchy-matchy is totally fine. What's wrong with... Right? You want things to to work together. Also, another thing about matchy-matchy, it sometimes means that you can buy something in bulk or use it twice somewhere. You know what I mean? Sure. You can have the same, you know, chair cover for your wedding that's in the reception hall and it makes it easier. I think it's fine. Seriously. Like, yeah. who is coming and being so judgy besides us? <laughs> I mean... People are coming for the event and having fun in the way everything makes you feel. Yeah. And I think someone's noticing that something was here and is now there. And it's like, oh, that's cool. That kind of coincides. This reminds me of the invitation I got. And it's all kind of a look. That's fine. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't like that one. Oh, I'm already annoyed at the next one. <laughs> 25. Non-edible take-home gifts. If it's not edible, it's a total waste. If you don't want to give an edible take-home gift, make a donation to charity on behalf of your guests and communicate your decision through a sign. I legit thought they were talking about edible weed. (laughs) (laughs) It's legal in California. 2018. 2018, y'all. Pam's not drunk because she's high. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, but I could be. (laughs) Okay, what? Okay, so they just mean if it's not like a cookie or almonds or um, champagne, that Again, it's stupid. going back to like, you know, Jordan almonds. Is that what we're supposed to well, be giving? Also, I think we all decided that a candle was nice. Yes. Wasn't a candle ahead of us nice? Yeah, a travel so as a candle. Welcome, a welcome gift, it's fine. Yes. But as a, a take-home gift at the end of the night. It has to be inedible. I don't think that's true. I don't think so either. I think a glass is nice. I think a candle is nice. I'm trying to think what other things are. I gave you yeah, my wedding gift A wine tonight. stopper. Some people give out wine stoppers. Those are helpful. They are. They can Listen, be used. I don't think you should try to give people stuff that are like huge that they have to lug around. You know? Yeah, but that's... But if it fits in the palm of your hand... Fits in your purse. Also, you don't yeah. have to take it. Truth. You can just leave it. They'll never know. It's fine. Although maybe you should do a cookie because if the cake is terrible, then at least you have something good I to munch cookies. on. I give cookies. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. People ate them there too. I was like, it's a take-home gift. And they're just like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, that's. I'm glad that we um, are angry about that one because it's yeah. bullshit. Total. Last one? Last one. Okay. They save the best for last. Number 26. Royal Wedding Copycats. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's upcoming wedding is sure to shake up the wedding world as we anxiously await for her dress, the food, and so much more. While it's perfectly acceptable and expected to want to take inspiration from a few elements of the royal affair, or any celebrity wedding for that matter, you don't want your event to feel like an imitation of a high-profile wedding. Be sure to take your own personality personalities and your own love story into account and personalize your wedding your own way what kind of fucking psycho is trying Uh, to read (laughs) this isn't something that somebody does do they no people don't do this i mean i guess they might look to the fashion of i like that dress but For the most part, we don't really see a lot of the royal wedding. Right? We see the big-ass church. Okay, so you're probably not getting married in that fancy freaking church. 
No. Westminster Abbey, right? Right. You're probably not going to get married there. And you don't really see the reception because they don't show you that stuff. No. We saw that stuff like years later. This is so stupid. No one's going to obsessively copycat this girl's wedding in 2018. She's not getting married till like May, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What? This is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) This is, you know what this is? This is just them wanting to talk about the royal wedding. Yeah. They're like, how can we squeeze in? (laughs) <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince I'm Harry. I'm trying to think, like, back to Will and Kate's. Like, what got copycatted from their wedding? I feel like people more... I do know that with um, Kate Middleton specifically, every time she wore a dress, that dress would her sell style. out. Her style. Yes. Her regular street style. Yes. Because she wore a lot of accessible, pretty reasonably priced outfits. Yes. And people... And she has good taste. Mm-hmm. And Meghan Markle also, again, has good taste. And I can see... Like that a trench happening. coat that she wears and all that. I yes. can see that same thing happening. And maybe the overall style. But I also feel like because of there being a, it being a royal wedding, they usually do have to dress more traditional and covered up. I mean, she had long, you know, like mm-hmm. covered arms. Like you're not going to have a lot of silhouettes that are going to be like exposing or really tight. No. Yeah, so, covering the, the neck and the yeah. arms. And, mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess if you want to go that way, but it is usually pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. Even if it is beautiful, it is a conservative dress. Well, I'm wondering how many people um, copied the Pippa dress. Oh, you think they had their bridesmaids in white? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. That's why I'm like wondering, like, where is this coming from? Like, who yeah. Who got copycat? Yeah, this is weird. I don't think this is a thing that people do. Like, what are you going to copycat? Their uh, cake? No, this is stupid. I mean, don't copycat your friend's wedding because it's weird that they're going to come. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. I just don't think this is a thing that happens. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I do I'm glad think... they ended on a note that made me roll my eyes. I'm not even mad so much as I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, but that's a good point of like friends because, you know, you have a lot of things in common with your friends as, you know, you and I agreed on many things here. And, you know, I think if somebody's getting married at the same time that there are going to be similarities. And you I don't... just wouldn't care. I mean... But people... Women do. That's true. I guess you don't want your dress to be too simple. But mostly people's body types and taste and I don't know. True. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I guess you should try to communicate with your friends about what you're doing so you don't accidentally have the same wedding. (laughs) Who cares, though? (laughs) Who cares, man? You just got to let some shit go. That was it. 26. We made it all the way through. All the way through the dumb stuff. I'm going to tally it up real quick. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so I tallied it up and you agreed with them eight times and I agreed with them five times. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I did three more than you. Yeah, so you you agree with them a little bit more than me, but not by much. Not by much. For 26 lists. That's crazy. (laughs) My God, this is insane. Uh, Well, I'm so glad that we got to go through this. This is a good starter to the year. I feel like that's warming us up for the rest of the the year with our interviews coming up and more episodes to come. Here's the thing, though, with 26 of things not to, what are you supposed to do? They I really mean, put a lot of don'ts. I guess you can wear shoes. Okay. I didn't say anything about flower crowns. Oh, wow. Sneak a flower crown back in Back there. in? It's not 2017 anymore. Yep. Sneak it back on your head, girls. Um, <laughs> and guys, everyone looks great in a flower crown. Sure. Um, so, Pammy. Yes. You know what we do next? I do. What is it? Bridal brain. 
We do some bridal brags. Um, if this is your first episode, what a weird one to start out on. But thanks for <laughs> staying with us. Um, bridal breaks are um, little examples of things that we like to give for brides and anyone helping to plan a wedding of anyway. something to do that has nothing to do with weddings. Take a break. So you can take a break from the madness. Enjoy your life, reset your brain, reset your emotions so that when you have to dive back into wedding planning, you're a little more sane, a little more happy, a little more balanced, yes. a little more namaste. <laughs> namaste. Um, Pammy likes to give a beverage. I do. Um, do you have a beverage ready? I do. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Do it. Um, so it's, you know, it's the beginning of 2018, January, and a lot of people are part of their New Year's resolutions are to eat healthier, work out more, um, or do a dry January. It as, already sucks, you guys. As Brooke is already <laughs> broken on January 1st. Hey. Just saying. Oh, God damn it. Um, so I am not doing that because this is my birthday month. So I do like to have a little cocktail, but in the whole like realm of watching calories and whatnot, um, there's a lot of sk- skinny drinks that you can yeah. you could do, and sure. I found one that I really like. I found this uh, re- this recipe is off of CamilleStyles.com. Mm-hmm. She actually says that she got it from nutritional coach and blogger um, Sarah Adler, who wrote a book, The Simple Real Health Cookbook, and this is a fresh grapefruit greyhound which a greyhound is vodka, grapefruit, and then they add a little bit of club soda. Okay. And um, and so that's your skinny drink for today. That sounds good. I think so too. Refreshing. It is. A little, little tartness kick in there. So much lighter than your heavy holiday drinks you're dishing out last year. Uh, Those a lot of cream decadent. and decadent <laughs> and delicious, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we we need the skinny drinks. Totally, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> got to start over. New year, new you. <laughs> reboot, um, reboot. So um, mine is it's sort of a combination of things. Um, so this artist that I really like, her name is Liz. I think it's Climo or Climo, C L I M O Liz Climo. I'm going to go with that. Um, so she is a, uh, I'm reading on her website. I didn't realize this. She is a character artist slash storyboard revisionist on the Simpsons, the TV show. But in her spare time, she does all of her own drawings and she has her own books and comics. And, um, I have her one a day calendar the tearaway calendar. Yeah. And her her style is very like simplistic, really cute animals and just little jokes. And I just think that she is adorable. Her website is the little world of Liz dot com. And um, from there, you can get links to all of her books that you can buy and the calendar. And then um, she has uh, she's on Facebook. She's on Twitter. She's on Tumblr um, and Instagram. Honestly, I follow her on Twitter. She's doesn't even actually put that much of her art. She's just like a funny person. Mm-hmm. Um, but her artwork, I think, is really cute. And I've always liked her. Um, for example, today's was a little bunny rabbit and um, a, a turtle. Mm-hmm. And they're staying next to each other. And the bunny says, I'm going to run to the store. And the turtle says, would you pick up some candles for my mom's birthday cake? The bunny says, sure. How many do you need? And the turtle says, 118. 
<laughs> it's just like little simple like silly jokes Cute. yeah um the other one they had was it was a rhinoceros and a snake and the rhinoceros says i got us friendship bracelets and the snake says cool what do we do with them and then the next square is both of them wearing them but the snake has it kind of around his neck because he's a snake right and the rhinoceros just has it on his horn <laughs> stupid but it's really cute and sweet and i think she's really funny and talented so um uh, the little world of liz clemo nice. i think she's really cute and i love her tearaway calendar check her she's out a cool chick so i'll link to all of her stuff but i like that lady um and that's my bridal break for the week Wee. yay um so we don't have a guest so they don't have to plug their stuff no but girl we gotta plug our stuff we do you ready i am um pam if you want to find anything and everything about WeddingConfessionals.com, where do you go? WeddingConfessionals.com. Why are you giggling? Because you said WeddingConfessionals.com. Did I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking really hard. I'm like, we haven't done this in like a month. <laughs> getting, getting the cobwebs out. <laughs> Clearly. I oh love it. I know. What, Where's where, my cheat sheet? Where can, no. Where can we find our social media? Uh, where are we on social media? Fuck. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this out. This is great. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, yep. Facebook, and oh. Twitter. Yep. Shout out to Instagram. Woo-woo. That's the place where we like to hang out the most. We love well, them. pretty pictures. It's we like fun. them all. Um, yeah, sure. Um, if you want to send us your um, advice questions or your wedding confessionals, um, you can send them three different ways. One way is you can email us at weddingconfessionals.com at gmail.com um or you can go onto our website and click on click on the tab that says tell us your secret tell us your secret from there you can fill out a quick form you put in a name whatever name you want and then you put in uh your story or your question that way it's all anonymous we don't need your phone number your email address nope we don't care just we just want to hear the story. Hot gossip. You also can leave us a voicemail mm-hmm. and we will just transcribe it and read it aloud. So you don't have to worry about us having you go, um, so, or someone recognize your voice. We know that this is yep. anonymous. It's all anonymous. Um, so that phone number is 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. Also, um, if you're listening on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, what should they do, Pammy? They should uh, give us five stars. Give us five stars and give us a review. Yeah. We love five stars. Reviews are fun too. Reviews are fun and thumbs up all around. Yes. Um, so the other thing, if you're not on Apple Podcasts, you might be listening to us on other podcast providers. And we're on a couple of different ones. We are. And Pam has her cheat sheet in front of us. So it's 2018. It's the year of forgiveness. I'm going to forgive you for blatantly cheating this in time, front of me. This time. Do you have all of them written down there? I think so. Okay, cool. Um, so besides Apple Podcasts, where else can you find um Wedding Confessionals Podcast? You can find us on Google Play. Yep. Player FM. Uh-huh. Stitcher Radio. Yeah. Podbean. Yep. Podcast Attic. Uh-huh. Podcast Republic. Uh-huh. Overcast. Mm-hmm. Downcast. Yep. Castro. Yep. And Podcast Land. That's it. Yay. And there may be more, but that's what we know about. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so um stay tuned next week we'll have an actual guest. <laughs> yes. We'll be back to our normal scheduled plan of events for the rest of the year. This was fun though. Yeah, we did. I do I enjoy hanging out with you, Pam. You're a good time. It's I love fun. hanging out and trashing on men folk. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, Happy twenty eighteen, y'all. Yeah, twenty eighteen. We back. See you next week, Pammy. Bye.
Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song, and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which if you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.